two for chirping. A lot of fans have been asking. They keep seeing every signing coming back, and I've seen a couple of names as uh, concerning for the fans. They're like, where is Patrick Polino? Well, he's here, and he is coming back to Cincinnati. Uh, Pistol, as they call him, downstairs in the dressing room, getting ready for what will be a third year with the Cyclones. Fourth year in the pro game. It's going to be a little different this year, uh, Pistol, but we'll talk about that in a moment or two. First, just take me through... Uh, gosh, it's hard not to even bring it up. I was going to say, take me through your summer. This has been a pretty eventful one. Why the heck not? Let's just get into it. Uh, what has been going on in your life? I know one thing, uh, a massive change in the world of the uh, Polino family. Yeah, um, about a month ago, my wife had a, our son, so uh, first baby for us. And, uh, you know, it's been a crazy couple of weeks, but, you know, it's exciting. It's a fun time, and uh, we're really enjoying it. So... I guess that kind of leads me into the next question. I mean, you're in your late twenties, you're married. You mentioned your wife, Bridget. Um, you guys have a baby boy. How different is it being a father? I mean, how unique is this off season versus any of the other ones you've encountered? Because, uh, you know, obviously you've been married for a little bit here. So you're used to having someone else, uh, you know, that's living with you and your lifestyles need to be compatible, but now you've got this little one and, uh, you're, you're taking on, I think the, uh, the ultimate contract in life, uh, because this one is forever binding. Yeah, no, it's definitely different. Um, you know, the day-to-day changes. I don't come home and take a nap anymore. I you know, change diapers and feed the baby, but it's uh, been good. Uh, it's been a rock star and, you know, does a lot of work, does a lot of work so, uh, you know, it's been great. So, uh Again, and we will talk about hockey, but let me ask you this. Everybody I, I hear, and I'm not a dad yet. I'm, I'm hoping I wait a little bit, man. I want to I want to take my time a little bit more. But uh, in the case of you and everybody that I know that's had kids, you hear different stories. Oh, this one is up all hours of the night. This one actually sleeps well, and our sleep schedule is normal. Um, yours is, I think, at the time of this interview. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Your, your son is a month old, less than a month old? He's about five, five weeks. Five weeks. So, yeah. Right. Uh, no, but he, he, he does pretty good. Um, nights aren't too bad. He sleeps for a couple hours here and there, so it's it's okay. Um, but yeah, you definitely don't get that you know, the full night's sleep anymore. Um, you know, when he's hungry, he's hungry. When you know, got to change diaper, you got to change diaper. So yeah, you never know when that stuff's gonna come. But I think he's kind of got a schedule kind of going so far, and yeah, it's, it's good. I mean, no complaints. I'm having a blast. I think it's, uh, well, it's great to hear that you're having a blast and, you know, not to uh, look, fans are excited to have you back. I, I would imagine you're excited as we're, you know, about to flip the calendar into September. That's when this signing will be announced final full month of the off season. And then training camp kicking off in early October, the Cyclones beginning their season on the 21st of that said month. But I do think for you, this year, it will be a little different. Now, look, any parent, mom or dad, is probably sitting there saying, when I can get a break, it's nice to go back to being who I was, uh, you know, when when you don't have a, a baby on your arm. But at the same time, I, I know just from talking to people and, and Louis Caparuso, who we spoke with earlier this summer, his son Lincoln uh, was uh, was on the Zoom call for it. But, you know, he had mentioned how it, it's hard when when you have a family like that because you begin to to really, really miss them. I don't know if you've even put that much thought into it, but I imagine your on-ice schedule is ramping up a little bit. So are there any thoughts that are kind of leaking into the head of, you know, hey, I, I've got a, a month and a half left and 
normally this time of year, probably really, really excited to get back on the ice and be back with the team. But I imagine there will at least to some extent uh, this year be maybe it's a little more bittersweet just because there's a little less time there with, with your son. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously I'm not hanging around the rink in the summer, uh, you know, talking with the guys as much. It's more of a you know, workout, skate, get home. Um, but I think, you know, my preparation and everything's still the same. Um, you know, I still want to be the best player I can be. And, you know, having him to kind of, you know, he's just the mind at, at times. You know, I'm not always thinking about hockey. It's nice to go home and just disconnect and, you know, take care of him, hang out with him and, and bridge it and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been good. And I think, you know, being in Cincinnati, you know, our travel is not too bad. We'd be home pretty much every night. Uh, you know, we're not always staying in hotels and gone for long stretches. So I think that's a good thing about being in Cincinnati and, you know, having him now. Um, it will be difficult being away, but it won't be for too long and long stretches. So I think that's good thing. Certainly a benefit, as you mentioned, of being here. I mean, the Central Division has, a, I would consider, a pretty travel-friendly schedule. Um, Pistol, speaking of the Central Division, you guys are entering this year as the defending champs during the regular season. I think there's a level of excitement. I've used that word a lot here. But when you look at the signings and see how many guys are back from last year's team, um, and I think that provides players such as yourself and maybe even some of the guys that were rookies last year, I think Ali Lapid and Adam Berg, Stephen McLean, those guys are now back into the fold and have some pro hockey under their belt. But to come back and see a lot of the same faces, not only, I imagine, does that provide comfort, but there's got to be a level of confidence, right, that you're looking at the same guys that had a 100-plus point season with you last year. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, even some years before that, we really made strides last year. And, you know, it'll be important for us to continue building and, you know, get over the hump and go on a longer playoff run and, you know, try and do what we did last year, but take it one step further. And I think, you know, we have some you know, great players coming back and, you know, um, there's guys that I think could have really big years. And, um, yeah, I'm just excited to get started. How different was last year for you? Um, you know, last season was your third season in pro hockey, doing the numbers before we started this conversation. That first year, 20 games. Not surprising it was the pandemic year when you were with Rochester, um, so nobody was playing a lot of games but you had 20 with them following year. You went through a hand injury, uh, it was hand wrist area. Um, and so I think with playoffs, uh, you bounced around between Cincinnati, Providence, Rochester played give or take around 50 games. And then last year you did not miss a game in the playoffs in the regular season, total up to 83 games. Uh, that's the most you've played in a season, not just pro in your entire life. So um what was that experience like? I mean, what was funny earlier in this conversation, even you said, oh, you know, it really hasn't, you know, my summer hasn't changed. I've kind of, you know, gone away from the game or whatever. At times you were able to get home and compartmentalize, which is, uh, I think, a good word to describe it. But I'm surprised that it hasn't changed, man. I just say that because you played so much. I mean, I thought maybe you'd be healing up a little bit more. Maybe the body felt a little bit more bruised. Uh, playoffs are never fun. I mean, they're they're fun, but the physicality aspect of it is uh, certainly amplified versus the regular season. So, I mean, when looking back at last year's campaign, all those games, um, some of them, in my opinion, you probably, I don't know, that last weekend in Kansas City, I was surprised to see that you were playing both of them um, just to, I guess, hit the 72 mark. But what are your takeaways from that year? I mean, how did your body feel? Yeah, I, I think it was something to definitely be proud of um, for me 
know, it was the first full season I've had since I think my, I don't know, can't even see my senior year of college because that was shut down for COVID. But, you know, to play that many games in a row and uh, be fortunate enough to stay healthy. Um, yeah, I'm very proud of that. And uh, obviously I, d- I did take a little more time off after the season ended than I would usually, but, you know, it was nice to just reset and, you know, be fully recharged before I got you know, the training going. And yeah, I mean, I feel good now. And I don't think I can hopefully do it again this year. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. When you look back at last season, I mean, obviously a ton of team accolades. And this is a group where I don't think people are putting a lot of focus on their individual stats. Just feels like a total buy-in. Everyone was focused on putting wins in the win column. And obviously you did that a, a lot. But in this point of the summer where I think there's been time for a little bit of self-reflection. How do you evaluate? I mean, you mentioned the pride in being able to have played in every game that the Cyclones were a part of last season, 83 contests. And over the course of that time, over 50 points, that includes the playoffs where you made some big contributions, um, helped with a big goal. I remember in game two against Fort Wayne, uh, you know, which was obviously a wild series there. But I mean, how do you kind of evaluate your body of work? Um, look like a really good season, but obviously there's things to look at, right? And, uh, and you know, what are you, I guess, doing and looking back on that's uh, that's getting you ready as you enter year four here? Yeah, I mean, overall, I think I, I had a pretty good season. Um, obviously, there's some some things I would, you know, like to have back uh, throughout the year. I mean, you know, it was the first, like, full season, like, the longest season I played. So, obviously, there's going to be some growing pains. And, you know, you can't be your best every night. But um, I think just minimizing that and, you know, trying to stay a little more consistent um, and not have a little lull somewhere in the season. I think, you know, there was a little stretch for a couple of weeks where I wasn't at my best. So, you know, just try and stay focused, you know, and um, try and put together a complete season. So I think, you know, I have more to give. I think um, I can be better than I was last year. And, you know, I'm excited to get on the ice and put that put that effort through. All right. So answer me this. It, I feel like when you talk to a lot of players who are going through their first year in pro hockey, they will talk about, you know, challenges and they'll bring up uh, speed of the game. They'll say it's quicker than what they're used to. They'll bring up the size and mention that, you know, the players are bigger. I think consistency though, and you mentioned that word, is probably the most difficult thing to achieve in pro sports. I mean, when you're going to play every game, how hard is it? And I asked you this now that you do have a few years under your belt, your first full season, but you played the previous two. Um, do you think, and maybe I'm wrong on this radar, maybe, maybe it still is the skill and the size and, you know, maybe it's systems, whatever, but I feel like the ability to be consistent is uh, obviously the greatest asset to probably have, but I would think the most difficult thing to master, especially in minor league hockey, where, as you know, having played every game last year, there were times you were playing your fourth game in five days. There were times, uh, who remembers the, uh, the shootout against Toledo here, and then getting to Kalamazoo at six in the morning and playing the next day at 3 p.m. Uh, I think yeah. you had a goal in that game. I know Burnside did. But uh, when you look at when you look at games like that, isn't that the hardest to try and find a way to still bring the same compete level? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, like you said, you, you play a lot of games and some, some weeks are way more full than others. So, you know, just trying to take care of yourself and be able to bring your best effort 
but yeah, I think, you know, for me personally, just trying to be consistent a little better this year and, you know, not have any, you know, lulls in the year personally. Um, and then I think just for us as a team, you know, it's important to just find a way to win. And, um, you know, we're not going to have it every night, but it's important to go and just stick to what we know how to do. And, you know, I'm sure Tanner will instill that in us pretty early. And, you know, I think we will we'll be on each other about it as well, just, you know, stick to the program and, you know, find a way somehow every night. You know, there's going to be hard ones. There's going to be ones, you know, guys that you don't feel up for. But, you know, it's important, especially, you know, late in the year that we're going to need to wait. We find a way to, you know, win games. You mentioned the point streak. Let's talk about that. Um, and, and by the way, uh, to peel the curtain back for the fans watching, we did have some technical difficulties. And uh, I told Pistol, I was like, hey, I need you for one or two questions. But others are materializing. We don't want to keep you too much longer. And again, for folks that didn't listen at the beginning, Patrick Plano is a dad now. So he's got way more responsibilities and far more important things to do than do this interview. But uh, I, I do want to go back to that point streak. He talked about it because here's the crazy part about hockey. It's so you you know this. I've interviewed you after games and uh, you must have some great media training because you do the same thing everybody else says, which is we take it one game at a time, you know, we're just trying to get pucks in deep, whatever, all the, all the generic lingo that comes with hockey. But at the same time, what is crazy is there, there is some truth to day to day in the sense of how things change and how they quickly become afterthoughts. And when we enter this season, it kind of feels like everything from last year is going to be an afterthought. Um, it's a brand new season. It doesn't matter what you did last year. Um, it's a new season. But in these moments of reflection, it's like I feel like we only have so many more times that we can talk about what happened during that point streak. I mean, that was an unbelievable ride. And I do think it's something that, you know, years down the road, I don't know what last year's team's legacy is. Um I think it's that though. And I think that that is, you know, when 10 years goes by, you're going to look back and say, Hey, you know, on this day, 10 years ago, on March 26th, the Cyclones were in Utah and they established a new point streak. They went 21 games in a row, 19, Oh, and two. Um, you had a big point uh, or a big goal in the first game when we were out in Utah, they tied the game and you scored with, I think two and a half minutes left um, to make sure we got that win and that that streak stayed alive, man, 19, Oh, and two February 10th to March 26th. When you look back at that, I mean, what what was that ride like? It's got to be, I, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm wrong, but it's got to be one of, if not the coolest, like hockey month plus in, in your life. Yeah, I mean, you know, everything was fun. You know, you come in the ranks, there's nothing to complain about. You know, everyone's happy. Um, you know, we felt like we could go into every night and win, and, you know, we ended up doing that pretty much. So, yeah, it was exciting. Um, really enjoyed it, and, you know, hopefully we can, do something close to that this year um if not beat that but uh yeah I, you know i'm excited to get things going and um get to cincinnati soon and you know see all the guys again and you know it's been a, it's been a long summer and yeah i'm just excited to see the start um what, what all have you been uh doing this summer any fun trips or has it just been kind of taking uh taking it day by day and getting ready for this uh this new chapter in life that you're now in uh no we kind of try to take advantage of the beginning of the summer um you know, not being parents yet. So, you know, Bridge and I went to Miami for a little bit. Um, so that was a good time. Um, you know, enjoy it down there. Uh, and then, yeah, just, you know, just playing golf, play a lot of golf with some of my friends and stuff. And, you know, pretty much what everyone does in the summer, I guess. But, uh, yeah, you know, we try to enjoy ourselves before the baby came. And, you know, now that he's here, we're, you know, still enjoying ourselves. So, yeah, I'm 
happy to learn from and so on. It's, it's been really fun.